finished your resolutions, please add this to your list. Resolve to be clearly you with your best eyesight ever in 2020. Doctors Brownstone, Crockett, and Penter at Vision Point are ready to help you make that happen through LASIK. Wouldn't it be great to see the alarm clock in the morning? Just wake up and start your day and do any activity free of glasses or contacts? And LASIK is more affordable than you think. Lots of people get LASIK by using their flex spending or MER accounts from work. If you don't have those options, you can use our financing plan with up to a year interest free. Don't break this resolution. Schedule your free LASIK screening at visionpointi.com or call us at 866-372-LASIK. Vision Point Eye Center, clearly you. This portion of the program brought to you by Joseph Kuhn's Men's Store at 33 East Main Street in downtown Champaign, your suit headquarters. Happy holidays. Have you been busy? This is Gordon, manager of Joseph Kuhn's Men's Store, and in November, we sent out thousands of $50 gift cards good for the purchase of $100 or more of regular price merchandise. If you were too busy to use yours, we have decided to extend the life of the card good through January 31st. So don't throw it away. It's our way of saying thank you from Joseph Kuhn's Men's Store, 33 East Main Street in downtown Champaign, your suit headquarters, and proud to be the News Gazette's People's Choice winner for Champaign-Urbana's Best Men's Store. Okay, 738 at DWS, Dave Gentry, C.W. Greer. Iran announced yesterday that arrests have been made in the accidental shootdown of that Ukrainian passenger plane last week. Just after it took off from Tehran, in which all 176 people on board were killed, many of them Iranians or Iranian Canadians, not disclosed were how many people have been arrested or who they are. The announcement from the nation's judiciary came soon after Iranian President Hassan Rouhani called for a special court to be set up to investigate that shoot down by Iran's Revolutionary Guard hate to be skeptical, but uh, I don't know, it sounds to me like a, just a ploy of arresting people just to try to appease the people of Iran, but we'll see. That finds, I find that hard to believe, but yeah, I think that's probably well, the deal. I think it is. Let's uh, check out what Senator Dick Durbin's got on his mind this morning. Senator, how are you? I'm good. How are you? We're good. Glad to have you with us this morning. Tell us, uh, the USMCA, they've been working on that for a while. Now it looks like uh, the Senate's going to get something started if they get something from Nancy Pelosi. What do you think's going to happen here? Dave, I had a press conference on Sunday in Springfield, which was historic. It was historic because the two people standing next to me, joining me in supporting this uh, USMCA, the Mexico-Canada-U.S. trade agreement, the two people were the president of the Illinois State AFL-CIO, the labor organization, Tim Dre, uh, out of Christian County, and Dick uh, Giepert, who is the president of the Illinois Farm Bureau. The two of them looked at each one another and, and smiled and said, we've never stood here before. We've never joined our forces on anything. <laughs> so it was an historic uh, occasion, a bipartisan effort in Washington, resulting in a trade agreement, which we all believe at this point uh, is going to move us forward critically important to farmers in our state. We know that. They're struggling. Uh, we still have the China issue out there. Uh, but secondly, to the workers in our state, uh, we took the original version of the treaty that the president worked on and put a year into it, uh, one year of effort. And I think at the end of the day, uh, our friends in organized labor felt that we finally put in some safeguards so that we stopped seeing this dramatic uh, shift of American jobs outside the country. 
Now, it looks like Nancy Pelosi is going to send something to the Senate here before long, and that's going to delay this vote the way it sounds, right? Well, I don't know. Here's where it, where it stands. We received this tra- treaty, uh, the trade treaty, and it went through the Senate Finance Committee last week, 25 to 3. The three Democrats who voted against it complained because it didn't speak to the issue of global warming and environmental issues. So uh, I, I understand it, and I, I certainly support their right to say no. But it just shows you that the substance of the issue, agriculture, labor, and such, uh, is, is certainly one that both parties agree on. Now we have to go through a number of other committees. We've got the impeachment trial looming over us. So it may slow it down a matter of weeks, but it isn't going to have a negative impact on our economy. We have a current NAFTA agreement, which this enhances and improves. It will continue, uh, and uh, I think we all know that at the end of the day, USMCA is going to be the law. Well, we've got things going on in Iowa this evening. Cory Booker is out. Do you know him? Have you worked with him? I know him well. I know him well. I like him a lot. Uh, Cory is a great, great colleague in the Senate from New Jersey. Uh, when he came here, we struck up a friendship. Uh, he's really run an amazing campaign. To think about running for president of the United States is uh, every politician's dream and nightmare at the same time. He did it. I respect him for it. Uh, fundraising was slowing down. He didn't make the cut for the latest debate, and he's decided to return to the Senate. I saw him last week, uh, and we had a funny exchange on the floor. He said, well, it would be great to have you back here. He says, well, now I've got to stop taking credit for all the bills that you passed. <laughs> I said, well, when you're running for president, I give him a lot of flexibility. But he and I have worked together on criminal justice reform. Um, glad to have him back in the Senate. Uh, I think he would have added a lot to the debate, if not to the candidacy for president. Well, we're talking impeachment again. It looks like Nancy Pelosi is going to get it together today or tomorrow and send this to the Senate. How, how do you feel about this whole thing? Well, you know, I, I, I had mixed feelings about her holding it uh, for the several weeks that she had. Initially, over the holidays, that was not realistic. But she was trying to make a point that there should be witnesses at the trial in the Senate. The good news is Senator Collins, Republican of Maine, has announced that she's gathered together a group of Republican senators uh, who are open to this idea of bringing in witnesses. Dave, let me be honest with you. You can't have a trial without witnesses and evidence. Uh, And all the other impeachment trials have had witnesses and evidence. Uh, And John Bolton, for example, National Security Advisor, said he's ready to come over and tell what he knows about the story. Wouldn't that be the best thing for the Senate as well as the American people to hear in his own words what he saw or heard? I mean, that to me is what a trial is all about. When you take the witnesses and the evidence out of a trial, it's not a trial. Don't you think this whole thing is kind of dragging into the election at this point? Do you think we'd be better off to just leave it alone and do the election and be done with it? We can do our job, uh, and this is you know, a critical element in the Constitution, maybe one of the most important jobs given to the United States Senate. I, 20 years ago, almost 20 years ago, I was on the trial jury for uh, uh, President Clinton. Uh, it, it is a serious matter. We should take it seriously. We can deal with it, I think, uh, professionally and fairly in a matter of a couple weeks uh, and, and move on from there. But let's do our job under the Constitution uh, and make our decision. I think we generally know what the outcome will be and then get back to work. All right. What else is going on in Washington? 
That well, you know, we've got a number of issues that uh, we're concerned about. I am. One of them is rural health care. Uh, it means a lot to us downstates. We've been lucky. Illinois extended the coverage of Medicaid, the health insurance program for lower-income people. And in doing that, we avoided what many states ran into. Many states who didn't extend Medicaid uh, have seen a lot of hospitals close. We know what hospitals mean to us downstate. They're a lifeline. So I'm continuing um, my concern about rural health care, bringing in doctors, uh, co-sponsoring a bill with Senator Blackburn, Republican of Tennessee, to incentivize more doctors to downstate Illinois, making sure that Medicaid has good reimbursement, and dealing with the high cost of prescription drugs. That's what's driving up our health insurance premiums. Uh, it concerns me when I hear things like insulin going up. I mean, that's uh, kind of crazy. It's awful. And you know, this the most heavily advertised drug on television is Humira. Humira is $6,000 a year. Uh, pardon me, 6000 Let me get this right. 60000 a year, $5,000 a month. And now they've... Uh, they've uh, told us they're going to raise the cost of it again. You know, for goodness sakes, this is an important drug for people with Crohn's disease, I understand, psoriatic arthritis, and psoriasis. But, you know, 5000 bucks a month for a drug which now should have generics competing with it uh, is just unacceptable. We've got to bring the cost of these drugs down so that the average person doesn't get hit with a bill at the pharmacy if they can't pay. Too many seniors, in particular, are rationing their drugs because they just can't afford it out of pocket. All right. Well, hey, thanks for your time this morning, Senator. We appreciate it. Good to be with you. Have All a right. good year. Okay, Bye-bye. take care. We got more coming up on DWS. Hi, this is.